Alright, run it. Welcome to the Aka Minority Podcast, episode 31. I am your host, Jesus Shuttlesworth, aka Simone Biles, and she is the beautiful Lady Godiva. Hey, everybody. How you doing today? I'm doing all right. You know, it's uh, what, what day of the week is it? <laughs> um, it's Wednesday, of course. It's Wednesday. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing. I'm doing fine. I'm doing pretty well. I got to tell you about a um a phone call I got. But before I do that, okay. But before I do that, just like always, if you're listening to the Aka Minority, be sure to share it on all social media and follow us as well. That is the Awkward Minority at SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes. We all the way in these streets and Tumblr. And be sure to use the hashtag the Awkward Minority to join in the on this episode's conversation and past episodes conversation for we can become one big happy mob. Misfits. The awkward misfits. There we go. But anyway, so you know how like Vogue had us sign these um to take to take the pledge to not bully people? Well not not force us to take it, but it was like, hey you know, participate in this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I've been trying really freaking hard to participate in it. But apparently, according to somebody that listens to the podcast, who's, I, I, first of all, if you listen to this podcast, can y'all stop snitching? Oh, what happened? They're going to try to tell Vogue that I be I was bullying somebody. And then the person that they told I was bullying, I, I technically wasn't a bully. They said I was trying to bully Charles Barkley. Oh no! <laughs> I, man, I told them. I, this is what I told them. I said, first of all, all I said was Charles Barkley was stupid. We all know Charles Barkley was stupid. Then I even went as far as to say, I said, I, for, I, I thank the God for giving him one of the many talents to succeed in life that you don't need to have to use your brain much. So that is not bullying. What we do to meet Mills, that's bullying. So we gonna tell something. But anyway, anyway, in me. Way that was wrong. Exactly. Come on now. I can snitch ass motherfucker. Like I'm a grown ass man. You can't get what you what you thought you gonna do. Tell them I do what I want. What you thought they gonna be like? Yo, you can't do that. I do what I want. Cause that technically wasn't. <laughs> I mean, bullying is if I just walk up to somebody and just start like going off on them about how they dress or something like that. Charles Barkley attacked us black people, so I gave him a rebuttal. That's called, we were having, me and Charles Barkley were having a debate. <laughs> just one of us <laughs> had facts. Nothing wrong with a debate. That's how people gain knowledge and experience and all of that, so. Exactly. Hey, you want to, de- hey, shoot, you want to get on the podcast too? We'll see. <laughs> Snitching. <laughs> did you know that Jesus Shuttlesworth on the podcast? He's called Charles. I did. I did feel bad calling Charles Barkley a nigga. I'm not gonna lie. That was that was kind of fucked up. So why are you you gonna go back on your words? No, I felt bad. You know, like you you. That's how you know you cut somebody out real good is when you really go at them. You have to beat somebody up and then you feel bad after. Like you made me do this. 
<laughs> like you took me to a place I didn't want to go. I didn't want to call you a nigga, but you're a nigga, Charles Barkley. You're the per the pure definition of it. You are that. I feel bad for you. Let me stop. There's a difference between bullying and facts. Exactly. You can't like yes, exactly. It's a difference. I kind of was bullying it in the pledge because I remember on the paper I wrote spread love is the Brooklyn way and I crossed out Brooklyn and I put Georgia, it's the Georgia way. Spread love is the Georgia way. So Charles Barkley, bless your heart. Everybody from the <laughs> South knows what that means when somebody say that to you. So, you know. <laughs> and it's actually actually not Charles Barkley, the, the guy that snitched on you, woman, guy, yeah. whoever bless, it was. Bless they heart, they little snitching, little snitcher richer. Why you listen to us? We still love you, but I want keep on listening. <laughs> I want to get yeah, keep on keep on listening and snitch. They gonna snitch on that too. Oh, he he not taking it. I I'm not gonna. I'm sorry, but I'm grown man. I do what I want. You thought you <laughs> you actually you actually thought I was gonna come on this uh, on this podcast and apologize? You talking like Charles Barkley? I'm sorry I called you a nigga. Not play no. It don't go like that. <laughs> no. I kind of did some. I already did something on this podcast. I said I wasn't gonna do last podcast episode, but whatever. Right. But anyway, what was I about to say? Yo, shout out to the American out there in the shout out to the Americans in the Olympics because we have been killing it. Yes, work it. Like if. We, if we don't do anything else right, we don't do anything else right in America. We do athletics right. We do athletics and food. Like we we make food and we do athletics and we win everything. Every four years, I always think other countries are gonna bomb us because this is the time that we show our superior dominance to them. Right. Because so what? Y'all, y'all might have better, y'all might have better structure and cops don't kill as many people over there as they do here. But you know what we do? We what dominate. We get in the swimming pool and Michael Phelps dominates. What, get in that what, water. Michael Phelps is in that. Michael Phelps was so bored in some of these races. He'll let people be about to win and then he'll just take it. Like he'll just start flopping. He'll just start flapping them arms and just take it. He's flapping the arms though. <laughs> yeah, because it's because it's like the butterfly. I hate watching the butterfly because it's so slow. Like it's such a slow race. Like I like watching Michael Phelps in everything but the butterfly because it's like it's boring. And he like came in second in the butterfly because clearly he got bored doing it. Because like he was letting the dude win, and you could tell Michael Phelps was letting the dude win because Michael Phelps wasn't doing it really hard. Like the water wasn't flapping at his maximum capacity, wasn't flying in the air at his maximum capacity. So he was just watching them, and then at the end he was like, "Okay, let me try to win." It was like, you know what? Never mind. Michael Phelps got so many. Michael Phelps got so many medals that they can. They 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 are legal drinking age. That's how many medals he got. He's the most decorated Olympian ever. Wow, that's really cool. The boy, the boy, Twenty One Savage, more like Michael Phelps, the real Twenty One Savage. Don't kill me, Twenty One <laughs> Savage. I'm just playing. I'm murderous. I'm murderous. Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One. Yeah, I like. I don't like Twenty One Savage music, but I'm glad that he's um being successful in life. See, you were nice about it. Exactly. I don't like it though. Huh. Like the Vivian. <laughs> I like that one song. You got this one song with on future be like, hold up, hold up. Like that's all they be saying like da 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I like it a little bit. But anyway, shout out Simone Biles though. You, you, yes. you, you see, right. That girl, 
Michael Phelps right now is the greatest Olympian, but she might be the, I mean, Michael Phelps is the most declarated Olympian, but she might be the greatest. Like that, I'm not going to call her a little girl because she's 19, but that woman, it sounds weird calling a 19-year-old woman, but that woman was just phenomenal. Like she was flawless. Like you've seen, you seen some of her um, floor routine, right? Yeah, she about she hit that ground, start bouncing. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, I'd have just, I'd, I'd have fell. Like, I'm so damn goofy. I'd have just fell on the ground. Like, I'd have hit the back. I'd have did. How you gonna do some front flips? Like, three of them in the air, hit the ground, and then bounce around on the ground. Like, I'm like, this is just amazing. It was like watching poetry in motion. Wow, wasn't her takeoff uh, like four within four seconds? Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty good with the leap. Like, she's pretty good with it. Like, she's um. It's so snappy, like she's so jittery, like in a good way. Like it's I don't even know how it's humanly possible to move from one transition to another, but she was able to do it. That's so cool. Yeah. I really I really wish and one thing I really wish they would do in the Olympics is take away the stupid rule that they got to stop US dominance. Is um in um gymnastics or whatever. Mm-hmm. They say me, you are in the gymnastics, we with Simone Biles or whatever. If she gets first, you get second, and I get third because we're all well. In this in this in this scenario, you were born American, and since we're all American, we were um only two of us can go. So I'd have been left out of the um the next the semifinals or whatever the finals or whatever because I'm American too. Just for some other person that doesn't deserve it can get into the finals. Like no, fuck that. Do hard, go harder. I want to honor. Exactly, it's like so. Gabby Douglas, she wasn't even able to defend her titles because of some stupid ass rule. She got, she ended up, she end, she ended up winning a gold for team event, but she wasn't in, she wasn't able to defend her individual titles because of a stupid rule. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. But us a man, but yo, us a we fucking, I love men. I <laughs> y'all don't understand. I love the Olympics because you got um. Katie Ledecky, oh my God, that girl. Katie Ledecky is the new Michael Phelps because Lady Godiva, I swear to God, she finished the race like thirty minutes before anybody else finished her races. When there was a swimming or whatever, mm-hmm. like I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. Like she was just chilling at the end of the pool. she was chilling at the end of the pool, listening to the Aqua Minority. Like, okay, when the hell is everybody <laughs> else? Gonna and we had this other young lady. I forgot her name. But she went against the Russian, this Russian um swimmer, and the whole okay. This is what I understand. They're so strict about the um the gymnastics rule that they don't even pay attention to the whole Russian team that's been doping and been they got they got found out that it was doping, so they're cheating. But they still was able to compete in the Olympics. So being America and being the badasses that we are, mm-hmm. our swimmers like hold up, hold up, hold up. No shot twenty one. Not that not that hold up stuck in my head. Hold up, hold up. It was like, it was like, hold up, hold up. So they, so they, um, so they're racing against her, and she beat her back. So when she finished the race, when the Russian girl got finished, I forgot what place she came in. She leans over the, um, the water pool. You know how the water, you know how the water divided by the dividers, right? She leans over the water divider and puts her finger in the girl's face and start wagging her face. No, start wagging her finger. No, no, no. Oh my god. What? I didn't see 
see that part. That's crazy. I was like, then in there, the Americans are about to get bombed. I'm like, Russia's about to bomb us. But I would have died happy because that was some gangster shit. That was some legit gangster shit. Like, no, 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 you little motherfucker. Because I think um the girl that was doping, the Russian girl that was doping, was trying to say, oh, y'all just mad or some shit that they let me in. Yeah, you che- you're cheating. Mm-hmm. How you how you gonna cheat and then tell about some people mad about you getting in? That that's how it goes when you cheat, player. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here! It was I. Oh no, I love the Olympics. Um, shout shout out to the U.S. women's basketball team. You know, Elena Della Dunn, Simona Gu- uh, Simone Augustus, Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, Maya Moore from Atlanta, Georgia. I think I like to, I like watching them play because. I like I love American dominance because it's what we succeed in. Like we fell in we fell in everything else. I just know every four years or every two years we want to take the world championships that most people don't watch. I know that every four years we're gonna all come together and root for this American dominance. You had you probably had racist rednecks rooting for the young lady that was a Muslim out there fencing for America. Right? <laughs> she wanted to go she won that bronze and I was like, oh fuck it, it's lit. I be yelling at the screen. I bet people like, what the hell's going on? I be yelling. Like poker. That's normal. Poker. But yeah, we was we just been we just been we dominate everything but men's um we dominate everything but men's track because Usain Bolt would not just go away. But uh-huh. technically to me, to me, Jamaica is America. Technically, to, hey. to me. I'm not going to do like a horrible Jamaican accent or nothing. So y'all, all our Jamaican listeners, y'all can calm down. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But yeah, I, I consider Jamaica to be America. Because you say boss spends most of his time in America. Yo, you say boss is a fast motherfucker. What is it? Waste man? I'm not doing it. Yo, chill out. I'm not, I'm not worried. We will not be participating in the Jamaican. We love you, Jamaica. We love you. I almost did it. I almost did it. But yeah, I'm, I've been. I I love the Olympics. That's so cool, <laughs> and it it shows a lot of um, you know, a teamwork. It shows it like with their you know hang, rooting for each other and everything. That's awesome. Yeah, cause we cool like that. Yo, we cool like that. We be running the Olympics. Why can we be like that outside of the Olympics? Like from day to day. What the hell? <laughs> that would be amazing. But yo, I was watching this World Star video and they had the opening ceremonies and they replaced it with some uh, Waka Flocka. And it was like, well, here come the Americans. <laughs> they seem to be ready to sow the world what they made of. And then it, um, Waka Flocka's, um, here we come, we ready for that bullshit. I'm like, oh, that shit was so funny. Like the song, I, I don't even remember the song. I think it's his verse from Wild Boys. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I love uh-uh. I love I've it. Never not... heard that. Yeah. <laughs> we got cheated. We got treated in track. I'm not gonna talk about Felix getting cheated in track, because if I start talking about that, then it's gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna go left. So I'm not gonna talk about Felix cheating in track, but I don't care if it's legal. You can't be that. Di- okay, fuck it. We go in there. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. You see what happened to Felix, right? So what happened? She was running. So she was doing her um. So she, you know, she was doing her thing because she, because she, you know, because she cool like that. She's um really fast. Everybody loves Felix. She's amazing. So she's racing against the girl. I think she's from. I think she was from Jamaica. 
I know she went to UGA, mm-hmm. but she's from Jamaica. So she's racing her, and her and Felix are like neck and neck because Felix just running. She's running. So the girl who's about six seven, she decides, you know what? I'm going to dive for the finish line. And she won by like okay. a nose hair. Like she won by the tip with the the tippy toe, the tippy, the tip of her fingers. That's how much she won by. Mind you, Felix is running full speed. Felix is running. Now, before anybody say something, I don't I don't ran track. I'd have been around track all my life. So I know that diving is legal, but just because it's legal, it doesn't make it right. Like smoking cigarettes is legal, but it gives you cancer. So it doesn't make it right. And she should feel ashamed of herself that she actually resulted to something, a dirty trick. Mm. I'm mad. Tell me she failed. No, you didn't fall. Yeah, you failed, all right. You failed. <laughs> you still ain't beating people. You still got five gold medals. You ain't beating her. Then we, came, then we came back and whooped that ass in that four by one because America don't play. We can't, we can't beat Usain Bolt. Jason Gatlin can't beat Usain Bolt, but, we can, but our women represent. Our women can't feel held it down. All that black girl magic going on, black women, women in the pool, yeah. in the pool. They don't know that they ain't ready. America, America showed their ass this year. <laughs> China That's wasn't awesome. even close. Congratulations! Fifty-one more medals than China. I really didn't mean to talk about the Olympics this long, y'all. <laughs> it's exciting though. I mean, two yeah. full weeks of greatness. Come on now. Yeah, I really didn't know I had this much to say. I'm just like, God damn, I'm still talking. <laughs> oh, but <laughs> I seen your Facebook post about you getting pulled over. What happened? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I go to pick my sister up from work. La di da di da. Coming home, already tired, and I ha- mind you, I have a migraine, and you all, you know, I already have an issue with my eye. So all the lights, the headlights, were glaring in my eye, going to the back of my head. <laughs> So anyways, fast forward, I'm almost at the apartment complex and this cop decides he wants to, what is it called? Tailgate me, whatever you call it. I don't know, whatever. So what'd you say? Tell you. Yeah, tell me pretty much. And um, I'm like, what is wrong with this man? And then he he turns the light on, you know, whatever. Great. Can you just hand me? And normally, when if I get stopped by a cop, I start on purpose. It's just like I get scared, right? So this time <laughs> around, I really was not scared. I said, "May, hand me the registration." I got my license out, and then I, <laughs> I had the window down. He's like, "Ma'am, do you know why I pulled?" Okay, guess why he pulled me over. Why he pulled you over? He pulled me over for the light that shines on the freaking license plate. For real? For real? (laughs) Yeah, he could have pulled me over for the headlight, for freaking speed belt. No, this man... Pull me over for <laughs> a tiny light. And then he, he went, he was like, can you hold please? And he went, you know, check my registration and license. And then he came back and he was, uh, I was like, oh, uh, what light did you say again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
oh, I have issues. Because normally I'd be scared. I'd be like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Ever since you got them damn braids. Ever since you got them damn twist things. You done been thug life. And probably I went scared. Kadir in there bumping, fuck the police, talking straight from the underground. A young Arabic <laughs> got it bad because she brown. Those you thinking. And they're ready. Like, I, I want yeah. you to bust a move, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was funny. I just found it hilarious. Really? You going to pull me over for that? <laughs> the damn. Because they're a damn. They could die for a damn, thug. <laughs> if you say so. Yo, this this um um this, this really funny because I was in um I was in the um I think I forgot I think I was in McDonald's and um I walked in and there was this cop right there so you know I speak to people I was like hey how you how you doing it was like fine blah 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 and like he was trying to make conversation with me but it was the most awkward conversation ever he was like he was like because I had headphones on so he was like you know big ass headphone you know Beats by Dre or whatever that ain't they ain't giving us no endorsement check so don't don't go buy none because I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> they give us no endorsement check. But anyway, so he was like, oh, what you doing? Listen to the music? I'm like, technically, I could have been listening to a podcast. So he could have meant, I, I don't know what the hell he meant. It was just so awkward. It's like, he's trying so hard to make conversation with me, but he don't know what to fucking do. <laughs> like, it was weird. He was like, what you doing? Listen, I guess people don't normally, I guess since, since the recent height of events, people don't really just fuck with them no more like that. They're just like randomly talk to them. He was like, what you doing? Listen to the music? Side eye. <laughs> I'm like, nah. I just, I just wear the headphones is like a fashion statement, honestly. To be real with you, you'd be like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> we the boys. Oh God! Look at you trying to. I'm. Oh God! Like, no, nah, I'm just flexing. I'm just flexing on my ex. Like, what? Okay. Oh, I met this dude from. I met this one cop. I met this not cop. I met this one dude from Homeland Security though. Really? Yeah, he was proud to be from oh, security. He had, like, he had like the t-shirt. He had a t-shirt on. He had some combat boots. He had a gun on one holster, a pepper spray, and all this other shit. So, um, cause he, cause um, I seen him or whatever. He was like, it was like in vicinity of each other. So I turned to talk to him, and like he like moved, like he moved his like the 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 waist that was had the gun. He moved it back. I guess cause we were so damn close. He was like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, bro. So. <laughs> I ain't paying nobody the time. But I'm like, this motherfucker just tried to flex on me. But we we had a good we had a nice little conversation about homeland security and shit. Well, what we could yeah. have a conversation yeah. about. So yeah. nice, you didn't even tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, I, shit. I had I had forgot. I was like, whatever. You know, I call homeland security all the time. We cool. It just regular. It just regular. What what Carly B said? Just regular smegular. But nah, for real. It was just regular. He I, he wouldn't give me he wouldn't give me no information. I asked him about the aliens. He he wouldn't give me no information. He talked about some. <laughs> I can't tell you about that. So I said, oh, oh that mean that mean it is aliens. He was like, he gonna ask me. He gonna ask me of all people. So have you thought about joining on Homeland Security? I was like, huh? Oh, you should you be like, like you should be like you know how jittery you know how jittery I am. I'd be shooting everybody. I done told you I cannot be in no damn undercover work. But anyway, yeah, I met a dude from Homeland Security, basically. Yeah, that story. I thought I had more of that story, but I don't. I met somebody from Homeland Security. He was pretty nice. He gave me his card. I might give him a call. Like, hey, man, what's up, man? You know? He's like, 
I have to ask you a lot of questions. All you have to do is shake your head, nod yes or not no. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised because he gave me his card at the end of the conversation. I'm like, oh, he must think I was cool because anyway, hell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my card to Anthony because I was we were having a we had a long ass conversation. I'll ask him all kinds of shit. Ask him, did he know who <laughs> who shot JFK? It was like. Um, he tried to give me the boot, like uh, he tried to give me the, the, you know, the regular answer. I'm like, no, you know the goddamn grassy knoll, yo, you know, cause you you seen the video of JFK being murdered, assassinated, right? Yeah. If he was being shot from the library, in which they say he was being shot from, his head would go forward. His head went backwards, so obviously he did not get shot in the back of his head. Hmm. And then the bullet ended up in like the driver's leg and all this other stuff. It bounced around the car. So it's like, you got shot from that grassy knoll. Like everybody know you got shot from the grassy knoll. You did not get shot from that. You did not get shot from the library. I refuse to believe that JFK was assassinated in the library. I, I need air. I need, I need people. I'm say people. I'm like, you know, I didn't say who shot him. Cause I don't believe that he shot him. And I was about to connect that to some other shit. I'm just gonna need people to start taking out the Kennedy family because I love the Kennedy family personally. Like yeah, JFK being murdered and and um assassinated in a fucking parade. You got his brother being murdered in the kitchen before he about to give a speech. Like why y'all hate the Kennedy so much? Leave the Kennedys. JFK is one of my favorite presidents. They they gonna speak the truth. They were a snitch. <laughs> let's, let's, let's call some controversy. I like JFK more than I like Mar not Martin Luther King. Ooh, shit! I didn't mean I didn't mean to say that. Yep. Yo, if we really want to talk about Martin Luther King, no, we can't. We can't talk about Martin Luther King on this podcast. People lose their damn mind. Because <laughs> you know Martin Luther King was a player, right? Yeah. Yeah, like a play, like a player, player. Like I didn't. I mean, I found this out when I was like fifteen. Because when I first heard it, when they say that Martin Luther King, and I'm just this is okay. Let's be clear. I'm just telling you what I heard. I'm telling you uh -huh. what the FBI has on documented facts about life. I'm not making shit up just to be controversial. You can literally Google this and it come up. The night before Martin Luther King died, he was in a hotel. He was in a hotel having a threesome. Martin Luther King was humping around, humping around, humping around. <laughs> Yo! Who knew that Martin Luther King was getting bit? Because Coretta, because um, the FBI came to Coretta, and you know, Charlemagne the God tells his story. Well, he don't tell the threesome story, but he, he always points to this, whatever, about the FBI coming to Coretta and telling him, telling her that we're going, you know, we're going to put that Mark, we're going to put out in these streets that Martin Luther King, he out here fucking everybody. And she was like, my marriage is more important. My movement, the movement is more important than my marriage. So I don't care what you do. And it's also some, um, it's also some FBI, which is fucked up. Nah, fuck that. I don't care if you Martin Luther King, you cheating on me. You gotta get the fuck out. Where to go? Like, let me, let me be correct. Let me be correct. Scott King's brother, and she like, yo, Martin Luther, Martin Luther King fucking around on me. I'd be like, hold on, what? I'd have rolled up on his ass. Like yo, you you you, you fucking you, bro. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what you're doing. You ain't gonna be disrespecting my sister, player. You a preacher. You better keep it in your pants, yo. Yeah, yeah. I would, yeah. I would have been that one. I you can't. You can't. I don't even want to hear that. You've heard about that one preacher that was exposed for making women do. You know what? Top holy milk. <laughs> <laughs> 
yo, who, yo. If you go to church, you go to church. But sometimes you got to be like, hold on, bro. You got to be like, hold up, hold up. Who knew that 21 Savage would be the, would be the recurring theme of this, the recurring theme of this podcast? Because I'd be like, hold up, hold up. Nah, nah. Like, I, I can't know the hell you tricking me into drinking your, your, your quote unquote holy milk. You better get the fuck out of here. See, all these preachers trying to get hurt. Because that's how you get hurt. Martin Luther would have got rolled up on. Um, the preacher with the holy milk that got rolled up on. But the funny thing about all of this is that Malcolm X was a saint to his wife. Treated her like a Nubian queen. Because they got FBI got documents or whatever. When they're listening in on Malcolm X phone calls, and they're like, wow, I didn't I never would have thought that Malcolm X would be the um the peaceful one. You know, as far as it would be the one with the most common sense to not disrespect your wife. Aww. Which was really interesting, but yeah. I should never told y'all savages that. Cause they ain't gonna be like, I don't have to be faithful to you. Marla the King was faithful to Coretta and she didn't care. Yeah, don't get don't don't get your don't get your shit fucked up, bro. Y'all better not be out here cheating on these women. Uh, listen here, listen here, ladies of the awkward minority misfits. Yo, we the awkward minority, the, the awkward misfits. That's the name of y'all. That's the name of y'all. Y'all the misfits. The misfits. Listen, misfits. If your boyfriend cheating on you or dudes, if your girlfriend cheating on you, you let us know and we'll air their ass out. Right. <laughs> we'll play that. We'll air that ass. <laughs> we ain't gonna fight nobody because y'all ain't got our bail money. We ain't going to jail for y'all. But we'll air that ass out. Anyway, new book alert. New book alert. Somebody got a new book coming out. Who's that? <laughs> You know, Javar Squire, a.k.a. Jesus Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Oscar Wilde, a.k.a. Oscar Gray, a.k.a. David Foster Wallace, a.k.a. Walter Dean Myers. Me, y'all. I got the I got the book coming out. Now, by the time y'all hearing this, y'all will probably already see us blasting the link on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, your mama house. I'm going to take it personally to your mama house. You know how she get, you know how like when you come home with like your A's or whatever and she put it up on the refrigerator? We're going to put the announcements on y'all mama's refrigerators in a non-sexual way. We're not saying we're having sex with y'all mamas. We just, we y'all, y'all mamas are our mamas. So we just visit to give mamas. Ooh. In a nice way. In a nice way. We're going to bring by some fruit, you know, like bring by some podcast stuff, you know. You tell your mama about how good you're doing in school or how good you're doing in your work. You know, we 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 would laugh for y'all because y'all are the misfits. So anyway, how, the book is called Proud Misfits. <laughs> yeah, you're proud misfits. Now the book is the name of the book is Tef Nut. Tef Nut tells the story of a young woman coming into her own in this world. That's when he took my heart in his hand and kissed it gently. He opened up his lips and then said his poetry. Where Erica Badu's is discography serving as the narrative, it propels the story to heights never before seen in literature, never finding dull moments but enlightenment on each page. Erica has voice that she likes seeing interpretations of her music. Here's one for the book lover and the music enthusiast in you. Javar Squire tells the story in a way that only he has envisioned it. The story taps into the animalistic ways of digesting quickly while giving the reader enough to satisfy the hunger. Now, it's coming out September 9th, but we're going to give y'all a preview today on Rap Genius. Actually, it's called Genius. Now, on Genius, you know, be sure to look out for the link. It's going to have a snippet of the um, book. I want you to read it, love it, share it, 
You can also also they do this cool thing on genius.com. You you've been to genius.com before, right? They do this thing where you can interpret what somebody wrote uh-huh. in their literature. So I want y'all to go on genius.com and I want y'all to um, interpret what you think I'm saying. And the person that gets pro- closest, I'll probably get them like a free book when it comes out or whatever, t-shirts, you know, we're going to hook y'all up with something. And I'm also going to go on there and interpret what I said so that you can see inside my mind of what I was saying when I was writing it. But I'm so excited. I'm just, I'm fucking excited. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Proud of you. Our book is coming out. It is edited by Lady Godiva. She did an amazing job. We spent hours on this book. Days on this book. I said hours on this Thank book. You. Days on this book. Days and hours. This is an amazing book, and I hope I'm selling it right because I'm so excited. Gotta, I can't even find words. Listen to we this. We got to finish earlier than I thought we would. Man. Whew. I was writing my ass off. Like, I think, and I think it's actually. Whew. I'm so I'm so excited just talking about it because this is we have kept this a secret for so long that now that it's out, I'm like, damn, what 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 words do I want to use? We kept this shit under wraps for so long, and I'm so surprised that we kept <laughs> it under wraps for this long. Oh, I was like, now can we both now? <laughs> exactly. So when so today Wednesday is the official promo run. For Tefnut, if you, if you, okay, but seriously, all jokes, I know we get hype, we get hype and all those other shit, but all jokes aside, if you have a podcast, you have a magazine, you have a newspaper, you have your mom's church letters, we gotta stop talking about your moms, I'm sorry, <laughs> but if you would like me to do an interview with you, please let me know and I will get back to you. My email address is jvars at planetofthesandcoin.com, that's J A V A. R-I-S at Planet of the Sandcorn, S-A-N-Q-U-O-N.com. You know, I would happily come on your show, promote it. You know, we can have a good time or whatever. But, you know, but yeah, you know what? Well, trust me, trust me. Y'all know we got y'all. We got something special besides the book. We got something else special to do about that. But <laughs> did you hear what, But speaking of Erica, did you hear what she did for um the city of Detroit? Um, a little bit, but can you refresh in me, my mind? I don't know exactly so, the story. I'm not trying to depress. I'm not trying to go from this super high to this super low, but a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say the U.S. I'm gonna say the U.S. because I haven't been to, I don't, I don't really know the logistics of the other countries. So the U.S. has a big problem with the backlogs of rape victims, the the rape kits or whatever. They have a huge backlog. Detroit is one of the huge. They have a, I think, who I think, I think, oh, I don't even, I don't even want to guess the number because the number is really high. So I don't want to guess too high, but just trust me, it's really high. So what Erica Badu did, she had a concert recently and all the proceeds from the concert, it went to paying for the backlog of these rape kits. It's going to go to an organization that does that, that um, it's a charitable organization that, you know, that basically does the backlog of rape kits. I think she paid for like 10,000, 21,000. It's, it's a huge, like it's a huge number. And while I commend her for that, it really makes me sad that philanthropy had to be used for something that should have been already taken care of. Like, I think right. Detroit has so many rape kits that they lose some of them. Mm. And to think about what you're losing, you're losing something. You're lo- so we got rapists walking around this. First of all, it takes courage for these women to come forth and claim that they've been raped and get these people behind prison, in prison jails or whatever. So you got these women coming forth and then 
they gotta wait years for a conviction. And if, if it wasn't for the big heart that Erica has, the conviction probably would never have came because it's sitting. They got rape kits going back to two thousand and one. Like this wow. is like the like I was just like they were just telling us the stats up to two thousand up to two thousand and nine because they got so many they can't even they can't even put a a Zach number on. I think it's like one hundred thousand in the U.S. that has yet to be tested. So you got so many people. Is and I look at it from I look at it from both. If we gonna like I, I try to be I try to be fair. I look at it from both. You got people that are out here that are rapists, and you also got people that have been falsely accused of rape. Mm-hmm. So you got both. So you got both. So you got this man going through torture. You got this woman going through torture. You got these women going through torture. So it's like I don't know America. I know I just gave America praise, and I hate to come turn around and give us the negativity. And we just been talking about the book, but this this is bothersome to me. Like America, you got to do better. First of all, you got to stop raping people. Like that's one thing y'all need to understand. And I didn't mean I'm not trying to go on this rant, but I guess we will. When a woman tells you no. That means no. It doesn't mean you gotta talk her into a yes. When she says no, you let it go. You don't. You don't. You don't. Re- we all done had sex. We all adults here. We done had sex. Sex is not that amazing that you need to take it from somebody. Under any circumstance, I don't care if she your wife, she your girlfriend. Just like somebody said, I don't care if she had sex with you a million times. That no is a no. I don't. I don't um. I. I actually. I really. I agree with what you're saying, and it's. It's, I did not know that that were the case over there. Like, you know, they, there's not enough awareness going on for that topic. You know, like, with victims, there isn't. And these laws take their sweet time. By the time they sentence someone, they done rape five or 10 or 20 other people. Exactly, because it's because they want to, because they um, they want to make you gotta you gotta do you gotta jump through all these hoops and ho- you gotta jump through all these hoops and ladders for something that's like plain and cut. You test the rate. They say that's what I'm like. That's what I'm like, dudes. Y'all don't don't be having no sex with no drunk women, because if they wake up, they're gonna they're gonna think you raped them if they don't know that you had sex with them. That's rape. Like you could be like, well, she was she said okay when she was drunk and all this other stuff. You raping people. I don't. It's just like uh, it's I'm. I can't put into words what I want to say because it's because this is such a simple thing. Like, don't take what's not don't take what's offered does not offer to you. Like, it's really silly that I got to explain to a grown ass man what rape is. That's why I can't even find a word. Like, y'all think I'm fumbling over words? It's because it's this is such a simple thing. <sighs> Speaking of what happened last week, man, last week was crazy as fuck. Like, I almost got locked up last week. Oh my goodness! Like, I, I, I can't believe that. Like I seriously thought I was going to get locked up, like, um, cause I was in I was in the store, or whatever, and you know, you know, you in the store, you're just walking around, and it was this um, and it was this dude sitting in like the furniture section. He's like sitting in the furniture section, and um, I'm about to say this, and it ties into the story for y'all can be like, cause I want y'all to go, oh, you know, I want y'all, to, I want y'all to get the surprise factor or whatever. So it was this Mexican dude. He was just sitting there on the furniture. And he was looking at something and he just like, he like licking his lips. He looking like he just turned the fuck on. And I'm like, oh, oh, you know, I'm thinking he looking at some, some woman or something, you know, I'm thinking he's just checking out. Like, I'm like, oh, he just engaged in it. So he's looking for a long time. And I'm like, okay, let me just look to the left. Let me look and see what the fuck he's looking at. So I turn and I look and it's like this little girl. She had to be about 12, 12 getting 
butt-ass naked with the assistance of her mother in the middle of the store. In the middle of the store. In the whole open view. She was getting butt-ass naked, trying on clothes. So, me being me, I stepped to her and I said, excuse me, ma'am. Um, you know they had dressing rooms right over there. What I need a dressing room for? Mind you, your daughter's 12. I don't care if your daughter's two. You're naked in the middle of a store. A store. You're naked in the middle of a store. But I, I kept it calm. I was like, um, you know, I'm trying because one thing I one thing I did try to not to do is escalate a situation. I try not to escalate situations that don't need to be escalated. Cause I'm trying to if that's like if somebody is your breath stank and somebody try to if somebody offer you a mint, it's always polite to take it because they're trying they're telling you in a polite way that your breath stank. So I'm telling you, a parent who should love your child enough to not be exposing their body in the middle of a store, I'm telling you, hey, this might not be the best cause of trying on clothes because she's getting naked, like Lady Godiva, but ass naked. Like, the little girl was naked. So I was like, well, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I just thought you'd be more comfortable using the dressing room. So at this point, a dude, because I could feel somebody walking up on me. So the dude, so a dude comes around. He's like, "What's the problem here?" And I look up, and guess who it was? The guy. Guess who it was? The man that oh, the pedophile. Yep, it was a damn Mexican. Ooh, that shit. I'm, I'm saying, mind you, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking up the whole story. So I, st- it was a white lady. The white, because it was a white lady. And her white, uh, not her white child. It was the white lady and her child that was doing the um that was doing the tra- training clothes. And it was a Mexican dude watching them. So naturally, I didn't. That, naturally, that ain't his child. And I'm like, okay, he don't. He probably don't know them, right? So I'm like, I'm gonna step to them. That's the reason why I made sure I said that he's Mexican for y'all can know why, what made me step to him. Not not because he's Mexican, because he's a different color from them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not because he, not because he, because they sound like I said because he Mexican. Not because he Mexican. I'm not Donald Trump, but not because he Mexican. It's because he was a different color. It's like I already did if it was a black dude too. So I, so I stepped to him because I was like, why this random ass dude looking at this lady and her child? So I stepped. So kind of, so he walks up. He's like, what's the problem? She's like, baby. He told me I gotta go in. The, I should go in the dressing room. Why? Well, when she said, I'm like, wait, she with this motherfucker? She with this motherfucker? She went this motherfucker. So he started going. So um, one of the boys in there, because I, because I, because the people in there know me. So he was like, he was like, "Jesus, shut the word. It ain't work." Because I was like, "Dude, she getting naked." Because I'm trying. My 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 mind was racing so much that I didn't even get out. You so you just gonna took. Oh, I see why you were looking. So you just you pedophile ass motherfucker. So I'm just like, man. I'm you know you know me. I just start looking at you like I'm just waiting for you to do something. So one of the boys, he was like. Come on, Jesus, shut the door. He's like, it's not working, it's not working. So he's like shooing me away from the situation. And the dude does this like ridiculous thing where he starts talking as I'm walking away. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, fuck off. You know, trying to be nice, trying to de-escalate the situation. So I see the store manager and I let the store manager know that, um, you know, you know, you know, this dude, this dude in here looking at this little girl, blah, 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 blah. You know, you need to watch him because it, it, obviously he's a pedophile because they went to the, they went over to the dressing room. So I'm like, you need to watch him just in case he tried to go in that dressing room with that woman because you might need to call the cops. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, little iffy, little iffy, you know, still trying to protect this little child. So he goes, I just want to know why he's still talking about this. Mind you, 
I'm all the way across the store. So that's when I said, you know what? He said, I just want to know why he's still talking about this. I'm spending good money in this store. Trust me. He was, bro, you were trying to slice some dress. It was like $3, bro. bro. You had like four. Three, six, nine, two. Like, <laughs> Dude, you would spend, but you wouldn't even spend the whole twenty. You wouldn't even spend the whole twenty dollars. Chill out. So, a whole. You wouldn't even spend a whole. That ain't a whole twenty dollars. You had enough. You had enough to buy all y'all something off the value menu meal at McDonald's when you was done. That's how goddamn cheap that was. But um, cause it was on clearance, my man. It was on clearance. So he go. I just want to know why he keep on talking about this. I'ma fuck him up. I'ma he. I'ma fuck him up. I'ma kill him. Hold on, hold on. Homeboy said, what? That's when I lost that shit. I said, I don't know who you're talking to, and I don't care about those tats on your neck, and I don't care what gang you roll with. I was like, I roll by myself. And if you say anything else to me, or if you follow me when I move, I'm going to take that as an act of you take, I'm gonna, I said, I'm going to take that as you acting upon that threat that you just made in the store that this person heard, this person heard, that person heard, and I'm going to kick you in your shit. And I said, actually, I'm not going to kick you in your shit. I'm going to hit you in your nose. And then as you're reaching for your nose, I'm going to punch you in the back of your head and sweep your leg and leave you on the... So, yeah, he got looking real crazy. Then he know what to do because he... um. Cause he had like a whole bunch of tats on his neck. So I was like, he really, I was like, he really think he gonna beat me up. Like, I'm short and whatever, and I'm calm. And I that's the problem. I talk to people like I'm calm, cause I'm calm. What well, mm-hmm. Eric, I do say, those incense, those incense, those incense and tea can turn to a Colt 45 and a new and Newport's real real fast. Like I would hurt you. Like I like I I don't think you know how much I would have hurt him. I would hurt him. Nah, but for real, I'm always taught us taught always taught us how to fight, and so I would have I would have definitely used that because he would have got fucked up. He was oh he got and he was a pedophile. Like now I really I really because I really wanted to be like you don't get your pedophile ass on my face. I was like no, because when he started talking about killing, you talking about talking about killing somebody. I can I can brush off of you t- you 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 yelling because you ain't got do nothing. People the people that yell don't do nothing. When you get talking about killing and you talking about killing me, you got like a um. Some prison tats on your neck, you might be for real. So I got to strike first. So I was like, "Yeah, I'm about, I'm about to go to jail mm-hmm. today." And then the girl, then the um, the um, the woman was yelling. And then one, uh, because because I know the people at the store that so the woman was yelling. Then uh, one of the workers or whatever, she was like, "You better start yelling for you get your ass beat too." I was like, "Let me get out this stuff for for we for we all for the fucking Royal Rumble." Mm-hmm. It, it was just gonna be a. A, a nice little fight, I guess. Now I feel bad for the dude because he was about to get fucked up. Now, I feel actually I feel bad for the girl because she's obviously in a position where she shouldn't have been, and the parents obviously don't care because you're a lot because you because you you because this ain't be the first time this had happened. It can't be, and it can't be the first time because you had to notice him on the side of you doing this. He was too comfortable. Exactly. He was comfortable. She had to see out the side of her eye that he was looking at her like, how you didn't notice this? Like, he was full on looking at this little girl. Like, he might well have some popcorn because he was, he was, he was, he was too comfortable. And she didn't give no flying fucks. She like, whatever. First of all, if he went looking, then you should be, then you should have the fear of somebody else looking at your daughter. Like, don't you love your daughter? 
that would piss me off the most is that you didn't care about your daughter. Like I didn't, I didn't, like I said, I didn't care about him because he was gonna get fucked up. He's gonna jump stupid. But the thing is, it's like even then you didn't care about your daughter. Like that's fucked up. Like that shit making me mad just thinking about it. You didn't care about your daughter enough to not have her exposed in front of all these thirsty ass men. Awkward man. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast where you ask questions and we give you answers. If you would like to submit your question to the Aqua Mail, we can be reached at jvars at planetofthesancoin.com. That is jvars at the planet of the planetofthesancoin.com. I almost got my own email. That's J-A-V-A-R-I-S. Sancoin spelled S-A-N-Q-U-O-N.com. Or if you would like to email Lady Godiva, that is Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com. That is Kadir at wordsbyladyg.com. That is G H A D I R. You know, somebody actually asked me, um, what what's Lady Godiva's real name? Really? Oh. Which is, and they still don't know. It's like you listen to the podcast, and li- the person well, the person's probably listening right now, and they didn't even catch. They didn't even catch. They don't. They didn't even catch it. Don't even say nothing. Don't even say nothing. What we got today? I was going to say it's pronounced differently in Arabic. So maybe that's what the person meant. They're not Arabic. Yo, if they are, Mahaba, yo, Keith Halleck, if you if you Arabic, you know, Keith Halleck, you know. I'd be <laughs> I mean, like, um, I started tapping my chest like they can see me, but I, I, I gave you a, a, fish, a fist bump, Keith Halleck, you know. Mahaba. <laughs> you know. Oh. Well, shout out to whoever asked what my real name is. It is Gadir or in Arabic. Okay. Awkward mail for today. It's a nope. bit lengthy. How you going to say in Arabic? It did not even say what it is in Arabic. It is Gadir, but in Arabic, it's Gadir. Gadir. Okay. Got it? Same uh, thing. Gadir. 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 You shouldn't have told me. You got to roll the R's. You got to pretend you're choking on a popcorn kernel you're like <laughs> I go ra dir dir the awkward meal is pretty lengthy today but as usual we're gonna get right in here we go my best friend has been dealing with depression for more than a decade she has gone through some major events in her life she has been seeing a behavioral psychologist but a I'm not sure if it is helping her. I'm probably the only friend she ever feels comfortable sharing her thoughts with, but sometimes it gets a little too much. I understand how serious depression is, and she can't really control her thoughts. I have tried listening to her and being there for her for all all of these years, but it's starting to make me feel very unhappy having a really good day but once i meet up with her she will just start complaining and ranting how she feels like she's a burden no one likes her she has no friends what started out as a good day for me suddenly became the total opposite she will get irritated by the tiniest things if someone just stares at her she will get angry why are you staring at me sometimes It just gets painful to watch, and I start to get annoyed with her. I read an article that says I should try to include her in my activities, but when I do, she would say things like, I don't want to be a burden, or I don't want to be a downer. 
even though she actually really wants to go and does end up going in the end. I assure her that it is okay. Keep saying it. It has become extremely tiring to invite her out. These days, I've been extremely busy and haven't been able to talk to her daily. After a stressful day of work, I will always come home to messages from her saying a lot of negative things and how depressed she is. I feel terrible for doing this, but it has gotten to the point where I don't re respond to her for a couple of days because I get I really want to help her, and I know I can't fix her, but I'm kind of stuck in this place where I really dislike being around her and want to cut her out of my life. However, according to her, I'm the only friend who will listen to her, so I feel guilty, extremely guilty, if I just be friends with her. I'm not entirely sure what I should do anymore. You want to go first? Okay, sure. First off, your friend has to get out of this depression. I know that's so cliche, but um, she's drowning you in there with her. You know that saying? Like it, it long enough, you it rubs off on you and you become like them, and that's pretty much what it sounds like is happening. With you even being aware of it, you end up getting depressed also, because whether you know it or not, we have energy inside of us, and she constantly passes that energy to you, the negative negative energy. It'll one that's holding up the friendship for the both of you at this point. Um, um, I suggest, because I've dealt with this before, and it may help you. I'm not sure. The whole activities thing is a good idea, but since it's not working right now, you want to start with baby steps. So some holistic things like essential oils. Get her an aroma diffuser. I know it sounds silly, but if you get essential oils like lavender, there are anxiety essential oils that you can use. You just put a few drops in with the water in the aroma diffuser, and it fills the space that you're in. And day by day, have that in her room and she'll eventually calm down a little bit it'll take time but it does help um as though and i'm not sure if she is eating right but if she's if she's eating food that's hindering her body that also plays a part in depression it really does like junk food sodas all the sugary stuff really adds to the whole depression um, stage. And so if she can eliminate sugars or try to slow down on it or whatever, I'm not even sure if she's eating any, but, you know, sometimes uh, that's another pointer. Um, another one, send her good morning quotes. So when she wakes up, she can get 
positive. And little by little, you're going to train her subconscious to see only positive. So that will outweigh the negative that she's spewing. Um, it's okay for you to not respond to her negativity. Because as long as you keep listening, she has a lot to say. So once you stop listening to the negativity, she'll stop saying stuff. Because right now, she just she wants to feel sorry for herself. So in order for her to stop feeling sorry for herself and, and do something about it is if for her as a friend to lean on. But instead of just listening to it, just shower her with love, with positive energy, with um you know, little gifts, it doesn't have to be expensive, just thoughtful gifts. It could be some a letter to her about good things that you like about her, why you were friends with her for this long, um, things like that. I don't want to bore you, but I hope that helps. You know, I think that is totally right. Like, I don't even have nothing more to add to it. She nailed it right on the head. You're a philosopher. You know that? You should be a psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny. Like I was like thinking of what I was gonna say. I want to say something, but it's about it's about it's about the same. But like, yeah, you should totally take Lady Godiva's advice and be sure to let us know how it go. Thank you, and we love you and positive energy to you. Lots and lots of it. <laughs> I know you're probably going through it with a depressed friend, probably bringing you down, and you just want to punch somebody. But you know, listen to us and laugh. Right. Thank you for the letter. Um, and on that note. We got to get y'all misfits later. Be sure to follow us on all social media. That is Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. I about to say MySpace, but we don't have a MySpace. Do anybody even have a MySpace? Yo, 50 million people a month go to MySpace. What the fuck are they doing on there? But anyway, we're on all social media at The Awkward Minority. Be sure to use hashtag the awkward minority to join in the conversation with all the other misfits. You can use hashtag awkward misfits as well. Since you know, we just get yo, we get that y'all. Let me know y'all think about that awkward misfits. But anyway, we love y'all. Be sure to go to our Instagram because we got a question up right now. Is um who has the hardest verse on Nuck of You Buck? So y'all can participate in that and give us an answer. We'll share it on we'll share it on our next podcast. We'll share all the answers on our next podcast. We'll also talk about it too. Nope. If you cliffhanger, but oh, okay, cliffhanger. Fuck it, cliffhanger. We are gonna leave. I'm not gonna get into how I feel about this song. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger. <laughs>